Hello and welcome to Fed by Farmers with me, Cammy Wilson. And me, Iona Murray. Slick, we're getting the hang of this. I know. How have you been this week, Iona? I've been under the weather, if truth be told, Cammy. Yep. What, what's it like down there? <laughs> Took me a wee second. Yeah, yeah under the weather. Under See the weather. Yeah. No, and I've got it now as well, but I'm not saying it's your fault. I think it is just going about. Yeah, a lot going about this time of year. This is our midweek Q&A session. Yes. Exciting. We missed one last week, mainly because you actually have a job. Yeah. <laughs> you still have a job elsewhere, so you're not here all the time yet. Mm-hmm. So once you're here all the time, we'll hopefully do a lot more. But we've got some questions to answer. We do. And I want to ask the first question this week. Okay. Because I know you have a lot to do with this topic, and you're also a female. Correct? I d- identify as a female. Yes, yes, we've covered that previously, yes, with the, the CAS interview on Monday, the XY chromosomes. Oh, yeah. Yes, <laughs> yes, I know, like, let's not get into that, I don't want to get cancelled. So, the first question I want to ask is about stock judging. Okay. So, for anyone that doesn't know, a stock judging, certainly in Scotland, I don't know what it's like around the rest of the world, will generally be that there'll be various classes of, of livestock. So, for example, a sheep stock judging, you would have four sheep in each class. You'll have gimmers, you lambs, various different things, age rams. They'll be brought in fours. They'll be A, B, X, Y. Is mm-hmm. that correct? And you have to choose. You have to rank them in order, first to worst. And there'll be a judge in the ring. And at the end of each, you'll maybe have five, ten minutes. Mm-hmm. Once they have judged them, the sheep go out the ring. He'll announce. You hand your cards in. He'll announce his pick. And there's a tally taking the scores. Does that sound about right? Yeah. So my question is, why... At stock judgings, is it a woman's prize? Good question. It's always annoyed me. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Is the answer to that? But that I would say it's probably just because that's the way it's always been. Which is fine. Mm-hmm. Which is fine. But is it like time to change? It's so stupid to me. In fact, it's it's so disrespectful. I think I mean, I'm being very opinionated here. Mm-hmm. But I think it's so disrespectful. Imagine saying, oh, well done, you're the best female. I know. Like, you're literally just looking at livestock. Yeah, there's no reason. It's not a physical event. Yeah, it's not like sport Mm -hmm. where... Okay, I know it's slightly off subject, but what do you think... I love that here. What your feelings towards female sports people not getting paid as much as men? I think on a national level, it should be equal. So, like, I'm a big fan of... The only way you raise the sport up is make it lucrative for people to go and, you know, I want to be a, a Scotland rugby player, Scotland mm-hmm. ladies rugby player, because, the, you know, there's big money in it and also there's big money invested in it. Mm-hmm. So they can be full-time. Like, Scotland now is full-time, the ladies, but before, I think England were like the only team in the Six Nations that was full-time and they were winning games like 80-0. Like, it was a joke. Yeah. Because you can't compete against full-time athletes working a job. So is that the issue? Well, at national level, there's no excuse why not because the mm. players aren't doing it for money. Like, they're, they're doing it to represent their country. Right, okay. So the money that the, the, these, you know, the FA or the Scottish FA mm-hmm. make should just be split out evenly. Mm-hmm. Just do a 50-50 split. All right, okay, maybe not 50-50. Let's do after expenses. But are viewers, the are, they going split to get, are they going to get the crowds? Are they going to get the but viewers? It doesn't matter. It's all one big pool. pool. For the national thing. Oh, right, okay, for okay. club level. Mm-hmm. No, it's a nonsense. Like, it has to be about how much money you bring in. Mm-hmm. Like, there was a... Ronda Rousey famously did an interview where people were asking her about, you know, 
do you think you're making X amount for this event um, more than any other male star? Do you think you know it should be more equal? It's like I'm making more money than any other male star because I sell more tickets. Yeah. You know, she was, yeah. she was great. She was like, because I sell more tickets. And that's that's the way it should be. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not saying you don't invest. National level, if the, like, if the FA and that invest more in the women's game, mm-hmm. the quality of the club level, and it is already increasing. Like, women's quality. football. Oh, women's football is getting far, far is better it? than it was five years ago. Miles better. Because Why is that? Because of success and because of the, the media pushing it and making it more. Yeah, okay. Except, you know, being a... Look at the Lionesses at the Euros, you know, winning the Euros. Massive boost. Mm-hmm. Because now every little, not every little girl, but all those little girls are like, oh, football's a boy's sport. Why are you doing that? Mm-hmm. Go, and be a, go and do dancing or gymnastics. They're like, no, look at Mary Apes and, and these stars of the, the Lionesses. Mm-hmm. They're doing it. I want to do it. So, yeah. So then you get success brings in more, makes more success. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like there's a reason why New Zealand rugby is incredible with only having five million people. It's because every little boy grows up wanting to be an all black. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. There's the same amount of people as Scotland. Mm-hmm. But there's a big golf in class in terms of the rugby. Yeah. And, and that's why. Do you believe in natural talent? Or do you think it's about time and effort put into something? No, I think mostly it's natural talent. Do you? I don't. Yeah, not as give, I me, don't give me an example. Is. Give me an example. Well, okay, fine, well. Um a chess player, I can't remember their name, obviously. Oh, but chess is different. Why? Because chess is intellectual and learned. Like you can't you can't learn superior reflexes or hand eye coordination. You can improve it, but you can't learn it. Chess you have to be I... a genius to start with, but you have to put the time in studying every single game that ever I... existed. Okay, I but I You I went think... from sport to chess. <laughs> <laughs> Chess is a sport. I love chess. I play it every day. But do you? Yeah, do you play I chess? I don't believe that. You don't play chess every day. I do. I, played, I had a game this morning. I woke up at half four. <laughs> I play it on chess.com. Yeah, oh, yeah. it doesn't count oh. if it's online. Oh, it does. That's what all chess is these days. Right, but isn't that so sad? But that I play chess in the morning. <laughs> no. It gets my brain. <laughs> no. It gets my brain going. No, that we're moving away from like a chess board. Oh, but if you were actually playing it on a chess board. I would never play chess if it was just a chess board. Why? I don't know anyone that plays chess. I'd play chess with you right now. Can you play chess? Is it like drafts? That's what I mean. <laughs> That's what I mean. What? She wants to go against somebody that plays chess at half four in the morning and all she knows is the rules of drafts. <laughs> no, it's nothing like drafts. It's the not. Same board. Same board. Same board, but, same board but yeah, very different. So learn chess and we'll have a game for the podcast. Okay. In fact, that's what next week's episode, video podcast now. <laughs> yes. We'll get a camera up here, like oh, the professionals, yeah. and we'll have a game of chess. Okay. Okay, for anyone just listening to the podcast, I pointed to the ceiling there. <laughs> but but come back right, to you. Sorry, Give okay. me an example of talent. Sport. Well, I just think if you put enough time into practicing any sport, I think anybody could be successful. No. That's that's a falsehood. I think there's a lot of players, say, in the Premier League, let's use football again as an example, who are there with minimal talent and a lot of hard work. Mm-hmm. But they still have talent. How do you know? Because you watch how they take a, a football. But how do you know it's not just that from practice? Because you compare it. There's there's a million little boys that knock their pan in to try and make it as footballers. And girls. And girls now, of course. But, like, talent is everything. You can't prove it, though. 
we can look at who's winning all the... You tell me Cristiano Ronaldo's just hard work. But you don't know. You do. You don't? You do. You don't? Iona, you do. Do you think? A hundred percent. Right, okay. It's absolute blind talent. And, and Messi, that's not just hard work. He's just absolutely gifted. Uh, Nadal, gifted. Federer, gifted. Finn Russell is, a, is the best example that it's talent over hard work. Because he he, there's no way you can tell me Finn Russell is, is one of the best tens in the world through hard work. Do you know who Finn Russell is? Yeah, rugby player. Yeah, Scotland 10. He's got wee skinny arms. I don't know if he ever goes to the gym. Drinks pints. Got a wee pot belly. But he's unbelievable. Yeah, okay, fair play. It's pure talent. The top guys, it's all talent. Does it ever... It's, there's a saying that hard work beats talent mm -hmm. when talent doesn't work hard. But see, when talent works hard, It'll... you'll not beat them. So maybe talent's like the top 1%. Or more. Do top 10% or top 90% top will be talent. Even even look at sheep shearing, right? No matter how hard I work at sheep shearing, mm -hmm. I won't be the best sheep shearer in the world. Why not? I just don't have the hand-eye coordination. You know, those guys like, you know, these top guys, these Welsh boys, Callum Shaw, Hamish Mitchell. Hamish is a prime example. Mm -hmm. Like, I look at Hamish, you watch him on the boards, he looks like gangly, a big lanky guy like me quite erratic with a handpiece, you would say looking at him, like mm -hmm. the way he jumps up the neck and it's all intense and hard work. Mm -hmm. But he's got unbelievable hand-eye coordination. Where he, where his eye tells his hand to go, it goes. Yeah, okay. And mine's is good, mm -hmm. but it's not like his. I have, or, or those top I have guys. a terrible hand-eye coordination. Well, I can't exactly. catch a ball. So, exactly. so no matter how, there's a prime example. Do you think if you worked really, really hard... On my hand-eye coordination? Aye, you could be a netball player. Maybe I'll start. No chance. That would be the prime example of a failure. <laughs> <laughs> does it ever though, sorry, just to go back, does it ever, it sometimes crosses my mind that I might, may have an unreal talent for something that I've just never tried? I think that is probably true for a lot of people. Yeah. Like, yeah, I mean, I am adamant that the fastest man who ever lived never got into athletics. Wait, what do you mean? Well, that man might not be true, actually, because Usain Bolt is such a freak. But here's a better example. Oh, the fastest man. Right, okay. Here's a better here. example. I, I'm, I, this is a better example because everybody runs. That's why it's such a beautiful sport. And same with football. Just about everybody has a go at football. Mm. You know, no matter whether you're poor or rich. But I would say that the greatest swimmer who ever lived probably never even learned to swim. Think about that. I'm, think I'm thinking real hard. So... They just, they never saw water. Well, they just never or they the were never taught. Like going swimming lessons when you're young is for rich people. Like I right, never got okay. any swimming lessons when I was young. I didn't learn to swim until I was like, oh, I don't know what age it'd be, eight, nine, ten. But like, and it was on two weeks holiday in Stranraer in an outdoor <laughs> pool, unheated. My mum taught us to swim. So, so yeah, so like we didn't get lessons because it's expensive. Yeah. When we were young. So there's a prime example that I have the build. Really, I'm just talking about myself. Mm. I've got the build of Michael you Phelps. You think you are. I've got the big lanky <laughs> arms. So I watched a documentary on Michael Phelps. Massive feet. I've got size 12 feet. My arms are 6 foot 5. I'm only 6 2. Same, similar to him. That's impossible. Horrible big lugs. Big nose like Michael Phelps. Don't be so hard on yourself. Massive lungs. Massive big lungs. lungs. Massive lungs. Big lungs. How Mind do you jokes. know that? Because I can just like go and do a cross country race or just go and do a run and or go a day shearing and just smash boys on fitness. Like, fitness has always been my thing. I don't have any but talent. But that down to lung size? No, well, it's lungs and heart. Mm. You need heart as well. But heart's more here. 
Although you say heart, the heart's in here. Heart's in your head. Yeah. Do you know what I mean by that? You've got to have heart. Like mental strength. Yeah. yeah. So like if you start telling yourself you're tired. Yeah. And then you'll, and he, yeah. Oh, I'm getting tired. Oh, he's going to beat me. I can't keep this up. Mm -hmm. You're already beat. Yeah. It's that old uh, Henry Ford quote. And I use this a lot because I say this to a lot of young shearers and just anyone's. Whether you think you can mm -hmm. or you think you can't, you're probably right. Because your thoughts produce your reality. Exactly. If you say you can do this, there's a good chance you can. Yeah. If you say you can't do it, now I'm not talking about flying, because I can tell you now, you can't. Mm -hmm. Don't try it. <laughs> but, you know, realistic goals. If you say I can do this, yeah, then you probably can. I believe can. that. And that's a big one with shearing. Because, mm -hmm. oh, I don't know, 80% of people that want to be shearers will start and they'll tell themselves they can't do this. Yeah. They're done. They'll fail. They're done. But then I'll big, that's all part of the whole, like, doing your, like, I know they've all been given these fancy woo words, but, like, affirmations manifest, and really what it all is about is your mindset. Absolutely. And being positive. And, Absolutely. And thinking about your goals and yeah. believing that it's, it's happening and that's the reality. Yeah. Dipping. So we had a question, and I think maybe you should read it out, Iona. Yes, of I, course. And then it's not my words. This, these, these are the words that we get sent in. I think I'm giving it enough credibility to read it out on the podcast because it it makes sense to me and it is a good good question. And it's all following my recent YouTube video of me dipping my sheep. Yeah, so it was a comment on the YouTube video which says that there's a scheme here now in Wales that pays for a contractor to dip your sheep if you have scab. They feel it's totally wrong. They should be fined for having scab, not getting it done for free for having scab. <laughs> Sorry, You're trying to read it in somebody else's words. Why don't you just read out what it says? <laughs> you're trying try, try to make it into something. I don't know what, you flipped halfway through and started to be like, this isn't my words. You don't want to read it in the first person. Is that what's wrong? I'm not sure. I think so. Aye. I don't have scab, I swear. <laughs> no, we know you don't, Iona. It's okay. Can you even get scab? I don't know, I'm still worried about that rashes in your fingers. <laughs> it's died down a bit. Okay. I still can't get my rings on. Right, okay. Ugh, nice. Anyway. There's a scheme here now in Wales that pays for a contractor to dip your sheep if you have scab. It's totally wrong. They should be fined for having scab, not getting it done for free. We dip twice a year, once for fly, once pre-topping for everything else. But the boys, too lazy to dip, get it done for now. I've seen boys trying to be buy store lambs with scab to claim the free dip. Now, that last bit was the bit that got me. Mm -hmm. Because that actually doesn't seem like... That seems very believable. That people are actually going out and intentionally getting scab. Should to get you, all your sheep dipped for free. Should you do a wee line about what scab is for people who don't know? Yeah, for anyone who doesn't know, uh, sheep scab, it's essentially a mite. There's there's various different games. You get uh, keds and, and all sorts of things. But scab's the most prolific, certainly. Out with perhaps lice, although lice is nowhere near as bad or mm -hmm. is infectious and it's it's certainly a lot easier treated than than scab scab is very infectious the sheep will essentially rub its skin raw and that's why we call it scab because it has a fancy scientific name but it's called scab because the sheep have big open wounds that scab over mm. and that's where the name comes from it's a disgrace in the uk just now very bad in scotland mainly because we are a big sheep country mm. they have trials ongoing like they have the one in Wales where if you have scab and you, you notify, you can get your sheep dipped. They have one the same in Northern Ireland and they are currently dipping all the sheep in the Western Isles because they have so much scab over there. So Maud Dunn, who are a sort of research institute mm. for animal health, 
are doing a sort of government funded thing where they'll pay they're paying about 80% of the dipping cost and the farmers are paying maybe about 50 pence per head very right, little okay. compared to two pound odds to get the dipper over there mm. and do it all so yeah maybe 25% is paid by the farmer the rest by Mordun and the plan is to eradicate scab on the western isles and the great thing about being an island is then they can just say right any sheep coming onto this island get dipped yeah I believe Shetland already do that and Orkney I've started doing that I believe hard to enforce it on Orkney with it being such a well, I'm not saying Shetland isn't big, but I think it'll be hard to enforce. Hard to enforce in the Western Isles too, I would yeah. say, with it being such a big place. But hopefully do. It's, it needs to be a team effort. But this thing in Wales, it's an interesting one. Mm-hmm. You know, even just what they said about, you know, folk trying to get scabbed to get free dipping because free so dipping, that... if you've got, if you've, I mean, I paid £1.40 plus the dip disposal. So if you've got 2,000 sheep, you're, you're the guts of £3,000. There he is. A and higher maths. That's what I'd say the guts of roughly. Plus dip <laughs> disposal, you're at three grand. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? So you're, you're, if you pick up a couple of scabby lambs, get the test done, three grand, sheep all dipped. So, so that's what the they're la- saying. And, and you buy the lambs cheap because I've got scab. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> one, so one. they're saying they're buying buying the lambs that allegedly. have got scab. That's allegedly. 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 Yeah, yeah. To then get their whole flock dipped. Yeah, and it's another example of a government-funded thing. And uh, listen, great, they're doing something. Mm-hmm. I'm not one of these folk like, Oh, shouldn't they be doing it? You know, great, they're trying to do something. But it's another example of rewarding the bad farmers. Mm-hmm. Say rewarding the bad farmers, but that's our worry. We spoke previously in the podcast about, because anyone can get scab. I've had scab, like from buying sheep out of the markets. Mm-hmm. Anyone can get it. It doesn't make you a bad farmer, and it's unfair of me to say that. But it's rewarding people that perhaps don't dip all the time. So mm-hmm. the farmers that are paying for the dipping every year. And don't have it. Are having to pay it out of their own pocket. And they're doing doing the right thing. They're suffering because the farmers that don't dip and are getting scabbed yeah. get it for nothing. Yeah. And it's the same that we spoke before. I think it was with Davey or someone. We said about these new subsidy rules. When they bring in these, they change the subsidy. Are they going to be like more money for the bad farmers that are, you know, very carbon positive? Mm-hmm. They need to be more efficient. Mm-hmm. Plow the money into them. Whereas the farmers that have already been working for the last five ten years. To become more efficient and more carbon friendly, don't get don't get as much because mm-hmm. you're already efficient. You don't need the money. Yeah. But the only reason I don't I don't need the money, and I, the only reason I'm efficient is I've invested all this money in the last ten years. Mm-hmm. Well, the other guys have done nothing, mm-hmm. and now they get all this. No, I'm not bashing. You know, I'm not bashing anyone. Like, getting the money to be efficient is difficult, but it has to be fair. Yeah. And I still feel that same way about the dipping. Like, just make it a blanket grant. Plus. If you just treat the ones with scab just now, yes, you're reducing the amount of scab. But if you offer a 50% subsidy to everyone for mm-hmm. their dipping, mm-hmm. or even free dip disposal or just something, you're more likely to get everyone back in the routine of dipping rather than just a few cases yeah. here and there. Albeit there's a lot of cases. Do you know what I mean? If you, yeah. like the Western Isles, are dipping everything. And now that now they know how to do it. They know how to work together as a mm-hmm. team. Bring the sheep together because you don't need to worry about bringing sheep together if they're about to because be dipped. Because they're about to be dipped, anyway. Mm-hmm. It, yeah, it doesn't. Whereas now, you know, as it is, I'd be terrified even sharing a trailer or something. But then, with what about else. other diseases that are going about? But if they're just in the pens, that shouldn't transfer. Like mm. your OPA shouldn't really transfer in pens, you know, which is mainly transferred through saliva. Mm-hmm. More likely if they're grazing or or, or sharing buckets or, or a trough. Okay. 
that shouldn't really transfer if they're just coming off the trailer through the same pens. Yeah. You know, the sheep aren't actually mixed. Yeah, yeah, okay. They're just yeah, going through yeah, the yeah. same handling system, if you know what I mean. Mm -hmm. So there's that factor. But I just thought it was an interesting question that gets sent in, and it made me, I'd never thought of that, that mm -hmm. someone might be trying to get scabbed to get, because I mean, if it's a case of buying 10 scabby lambs. You can see why. To get three grand worth of dipping. And I'm not saying, I've not actually looked into it. I don't know if you can get the whole dipping for free. And that statement could be absolutely false. I'm not saying it at all, but it made me think. We should get Brian to Controversial. Brian controversial. Brian this, will cause, this will cause controversy between female sports stars and allegations of... Right, give us another, scab. give us something else controversial. And it's another, it could be a controversial one again. What about the biggest challenge facing farmers today? Making it pay. Yeah. I would say it's the biggest challenge. Farming is such a funny one because I joke a lot about, you know, I wind people up about, you know, rich farmers and whatnot, but actually most farmers are asset rich, but cash poor mm -hmm. and, and struggling. And you have that issue where if it's been in your family for 200 years, selling's not an option. No. You know, like you, you're, you're sitting on an asset of maybe a million pounds mm -hmm. and you think to yourself, oh, I could just sell this, not have all the stress and the overdraft and, and mm -hmm. the struggle. But this has been in my family name for three, four generations. I don't want to be the one to end it. To end it. But oh, you've got to look after your health. You know your mental health mm -hmm. for a start. Obviously, anyway, in that situation, look after number one. Yeah. Like look after you. Look after the family. Biggest challenge probably is that difficulty. I suppose similar to, to your own setup as well. Like is mm -hmm. there's less and less people maybe coming through to take on the farm. Yeah. Do you know what I mean because? We have the big wide world there at our fingertips. Mm -hmm. You can see there's other options out there. People maybe aren't as set on following the family tradition that they used to be. Mm -hmm. Do you think that's a good thing or a bad thing? See, me personally, who do you know what I find is funny? Mm -hmm. I'm in that club of like shepherd's sons and farm workers' sons and daughters, of course. There's a, there's a lot of us all desperate to be farmers. Mm -hmm. You know, there is a lot of us that out, out there that don't have a route into farming but we've been brought up on farms mm -hmm. and we look from the outside looking in at these farmers sons or daughters and be like oh my god what are you doing like you are so lucky you, you, that is how i feel like mm -hmm. i look at these these folk and i'm like you are so lucky mm -hmm. like you could just walk into a farm like and farm but i know it's, it's one of those things folk always want what they don't have mm -hmm. like you don't appreciate the things you have yeah that's true do you, do you know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. like, don't, like, I don't appreciate that I can stop and buy a coffee every day. Mm -hmm. Like, just, I can do it. I can afford to do it. Whereas, it's silly that you do when you've got a coffee machine, but... Well, but actually, I do it less now. <laughs> I bought the coffee machine, so I stopped doing that because it's such a waste of money. That's absolutely true. But it's wee things you just... I know. You, you, you take it for granted. Mm -hmm. Being warm. Putting the heating on. Prime. Like, that's a better example. Because as soon, if you were to ever put the heating on in here, I would feel so grateful. <laughs> yeah, but I just don't want you getting soft. I see you run about more when you're cold in here. It's just bad because we're sitting still just now. My hands are starting to get numb. But, but putting the heating on at home is a prime example, mm -hmm. although I'm, I'm quite stingy with that as well, actually. But in this recent cold snap, we have the heating on constant, mm -hmm. mainly for pipes and our stuff as well. But we can afford to do that. Exactly. There's literally people out there. You watch the news that are sitting, and you, mm -hmm. but you take it for granted. Mm -hmm. I don't think, oh, I'm so lucky I can put the heating on. Mm -hmm. I think just put the heating on. And it's the same with the farming thing. I think people just don't appreciate. Plus, as you know, another difficult thing with it is getting the parents out the way. Mm -hmm. 
there's so many farms I go to where the 60, 70 year old father, still. generally father, because it's still quite old fashioned, you mm -hmm. know, hopefully we'll see more mothers being in that position coming through. But generally speaking, the father still holds a checkbook, mm. still tells the 35, 40 year old boy or, or girl what to do. You know, are they putting their sheep back to that field? But then putting their sheep there. I think it's we'll also. Mark them with this colour. Mm. But then it's also difficult for that farmer. Well, I look at my dad who's 67 and like he's fit as a fiddle, still able to farm himself the majority of the time. Like I could imagine if there was somebody coming through, that'd be really difficult for him to hand over because he's able and he can do it. But it, uh, there's a great saying. This is one of my favourite sayings in farming. Uh, and it was a chap, uh, Ian Bell, I think, said this to me one day when I was shearing. He's, he's a fit, he'll be about 70 or so, but mm -hmm. still bloody fit, getting stuck in, doing a day's work. And he says to me, do you know, if you're lucky in your life, you'll be twice a boy and once a man. He says, I've been the boy, and then I was the man, and I ran the farm, and now I'm the boy again. Oh, I like that. And I love it. it was brilliant. Honestly, that, yeah. stuck, that is stuck with me. And it's the way he said, if you're lucky in your life. Yeah. Yeah, so that's nice. It was a great saying, isn't it? So mm -hmm. he, he was the boy in the farm. He learned from his father. Mm -hmm. He took over. Mm -hmm. And now he stepped back and, and his son runs it. And he does what he... I'm not saying he does what he's told, but he just he just mucks he's in like got, a boy yeah, again. Yeah, And he's no worries. Yeah, no stress. No stress. You know, he just, mm -hmm. he just does what's needed to help make it all work. And he's nurtured his, his son to come up and run the farm. Yeah, that's really nice. And and I thought that's good. It's not it's, it's not Ian Bell. It's at Bell's Hill, and I forgot Ian's surname just now. But um, Bell's Hill's a farm in Northumberland. But that was a great saying. Yeah, I like that one. But yeah, so I use that one quite a lot mm -hmm. uh, when I'm speaking to folk. But that's an example of mm -hmm. the mindset you need. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Do you know what I mean? Because mm -hmm. if you want to encourage your your son or daughter to come up through in the farm, you can't be treating them like an employee all the time. No, you need to nurture them like they're about to take this on. Mm -hmm. Let them make decisions. Let them make a few mistakes. I know, if you can and afford that, but that would be hard, wouldn't it? It's it's so, watching making yeah. making decisions you maybe wouldn't have made. Oh, and in some regards, that's where I've been lucky that my father died because I just nobody to tell me mm. don't do that. And I've made a lot of mistakes. I've wasted a lot of money buying mm -hmm. the wrong type of sheep, trying to buy ewes with lambs at foot, renting ground that's far too expensive. Lots of mistakes that have cost me a lot of money that have held me way back. Yeah, but you learn so much more. Mm -hmm. And my father always had a great way of teaching. Like I was very lucky growing up. So father and son working with sheep, mm -hmm. father and daughter will be the same. You know, you have different opinions about the best way to do something is you forget the fact that they've been doing it their whole life. Yeah. <laughs> you think, you know, I'm 15, 16, 17. I think I know best. I'm like, no, dad, we'll do this. Go this way. They say, no, no, better to do it this way. And I was like, no, 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 do it this way. Mm -hmm. And then he would always say, right, fine. We'll do it that way. And then we'd do it for a bit and then I'd realise he, right. he was right. But there's a difference. I've now got respect for him because I know he was right. Whereas if he just shouts me down all the time yeah. and says, no, we're not doing that, can he would just say, fine, do it your way? And then I'd realise he was right. Because you learned that he was right rather R than being told. Well, rather than if he just if he just doesn't let me do it, mm -hmm. I always think he's wrong. Yeah. I was right. Mm -hmm. should have done it my way. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you, I'm not saying you so lose what respect, was, but... What sort of farm was your father a shepherd at? Sheep and beef. And was he a shepherd his whole life? Uh, no, actually, he worked on... It, it, well, he was, born, he was born on a farm. Right, okay. He was born on a tenanted farm. So your grandparents... Farmed a tenanted farm. Farmed a tenanted farm. Yeah, it was farm. old school from like Laird over at... Uh, it was it was at Beath. Right, okay. So he was from that area. So he was born on the farm. They had... 
he was quite fortunate he knew a bit about everything they had pigs uh, chickens goat uh, don't know if they had goats sheep cattle mm-hmm. lots of cattle so he knew everything about cattle and sheep mm-hmm. and, and weirdly he knew a lot about pigs as well I believe uh, although we never really had much anything to do with pigs mm-hmm. so he had a good background in farming and then just that some similar story that family issues and it all gets split up mm-hmm. and whatever happened he drove lorries for a little bit mm-hmm. um so he had his hgv drove lorries for a bit then he initially took the tractor driver's job i think or general farm worker job on the farm where he eventually became a shepherd uh. um the shepherd actually committed suicide on the farm mm. in the house that my mum's currently said that we moved into and my father got the chance of that job uh, right okay there. so then he became the shepherd there. He became the shepherd there. And you're, so your mum still lives on that farm? Yes. Yeah. I feel like this is going into a podcast. You're desperate to do a podcast on me. Ah, We're getting close to it. We'll do that next week, right? Okay. But let's not get Deal. too into me. But yeah, that's, there's a couple of examples of, like, I want to do that with my boys. If they come up with an idea that I know is wrong, yeah. I'll try and dissuade them. I'll say, I don't think you should do that because of this. If they push on, I'll, right, let's do it. Yeah. It's only going to cost me an extra 10 minutes of my time, yeah. or half an hour, for them to see actually. Dad was right. Mm-hmm. And, and the difference, the, the mentally the difference in that dynamic of he's an old bugger, he wouldn't let me try that. Yeah. He never lets me do what I want to do. Like, I was right there, he was wrong. Mm-hmm. To, this old guy knows what he's do- doing. Yeah. And the next time you have an idea, you think, oh, remember that last time I thought I was right? Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And maybe he'll bring that up as well. Yeah. Like, I remember yesterday and you thought that was right. <laughs> so, yeah, that's that's my thoughts on it. But yeah, biggest challenge, I think, is, is, is nurturing the the youngsters to come through mm-hmm. and be farmers. But that's not bad. We could we could ramble on a long time. We could. We could. That's maybe why we're podcasting. And we that's need... the first video one done. I we'll get an angle on Iona next week. I only had two cameras this week. I so we'll get an angle on Iona. I'm, I'm happy not having one on me, thanks. I, I, I thought you might say that, but it's just... Terms I think of the, I'll feel nervous with a right on me. Terms of the contract, we just do that annoying laugh all the time. Oh, <laughs> so, someone sent a message in saying that loved the podcast, but I think Iona must be very nervous. She just laughs constantly, but actually you just laugh all the time anyway. Uh, sorry, and she said it was grating. It got grating. Yes, but that that is true. Um, but, <laughs> uh, I, no, I find it very infectious. It's very good, and and uh, she was meaning it in a very nice way. She it was, was positive she feedback. Was, was. Thank you. We appreciate all the feedback. If you have any questions you'd like us to answer next week, please drop them uh, in an email. Preferably, it's the best way for us to see them. Podcast at fedbyfarmers.co.uk. Any questions at all, we'll dive into them. And and also an exciting thing this week is Fed by Farmers merch. If you're watching on the camera, you can see some <laughs> on the table here. It's Fed by Farmers merch. I need to slow down too. I'm realising I'm speaking fast. You were speaking very fast there. Even I felt like that. Yeah, it's this. Yeah, I need that's something for me to work on. That's my talent. What? Fast speech processing. Mm-hmm. Fast speaking. Fast speaking. Anyway, that's us for this week. Thanks for listening to Fed by Farmers podcast. I've been Kaya. I've been Kaiomi. You okay? You yeah, need your lunch? Hang on. Anyway, that's it for this one, folks. I've been Cami. I've been Iona. And we are both fed, fed by, by farmers. farmers. Good. <laughs> <laughs>